five, four, three, two, one. I would just like to welcome everybody to What The Shuck. This has been a really long time in the making. It's something that I've really wanted to do and I finally found the courage through uh, the people that I'm gonna introduce you to throughout this podcast. Uh, these people are gonna help you to fight through the tribulations that life's gonna throw you. And the ideas and people that I wanna introduce are gonna show you what's so awesome about Kentucky. Uh, but my next guest is a trainer at Everybody Fights, an online nutritionist and the owner of Aspire Fitness. He's done extensive philanthropy work and we're actually at one of his events right now. He's helped raise over $200,000 through his Sweat for Surgery event and is constantly pushing the bounds of what it means to be better. Rather it's physically or mentally, he's a three-time published author, a 2018 Trainer of the Year, and my next guest is the Buff Gandhi himself, Josh Bowen. Also his girlfriend, Colleen, is here with us. How you doing, guys? Great. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Um, so. I wanted to bring you on this podcast because from the very beginning of my fitness journey, um, the community of Everybody Fights was so influential to me and just the ideas and people that I got to meet there really helped to change my life. Um, I used to weigh 400 pounds and going to EBF, I was at 300 and I'd already lost 100 pounds, but that was really where my journey really began, was because I, I'd lost 100 pounds, but I hadn't really started to gain that mental strength as much as the physical strength. And just finding people like you all has been such an influence, and um, just the fact that I found a community like I have now, and the people that I've met have made me be so much better in every single aspect, so I professionally, physically, mentally, and uh, that's why I wanted to bring you on. So thank you all so much. Absolutely, thank you. But um, I just, um, oh no. That's a really extraordinary accomplishment. <laughs> um, something just messed up, but. So anyway, I, I just, um, this is really important to me that you all came on. Uh, we're here at JB's uh, Sweat for Surgery event right now. And uh, yeah, it is a huge accomplishment, but the thing that you all are doing right now is an even bigger accomplishment. And it's so awesome because it just inspires me to be better and to work on things that I really need to work on because I see people doing these extraordinary things. And at work, where are you at right now as far as your goal? I know you set 50,000, but uh, where, are you, where are you sitting at currently? I think currently we're sitting somewhere around $46,000 raised. And, and honestly, man, what inspired you to just want to do something like this? It's literally like one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. It's awesome, dude. It's it's kind of a two-pronged thing. Um, ever since I... Honestly, I got interested in philanthropy because of September 11th, 2001. And uh, for whatever reason, I was 19 years old, and that event kind of shaped how I looked at the world and I remember uh, I had a, a little bit of savings that my mom always encouraged me to you know save money and uh, at that time when the Twin Towers fell uh, you know there was a lot of uh, disaster relief and the Red Cross was everywhere and they were taking donations for people you know because they lost everything you know, not only lives lost but you know lots of other things lost I remember going to my savings account and just taking all of it out and going right to the Red Cross and just handing cash. And what compelled me to do that was, is I always knew that you know I was capable of, of doing a lot of things and I wanted to help people in whatever way that I could. 
Number one, it makes me feel good. And number two, it passes on that good energy throughout the world. So I was always raised to, you know, treat people better than, than you know, people even treated me. You know, you always treat people with respect. And there's always going to be people who have um, less than you. And whether it be money, whether it be just an act of random kindness, holding a door for someone, whatever the case may be, whatever, time, whatever large or small effort, you know, I always wanted to give back. So this event pushes me in a lot of ways. It pushes me to, uh, you know, do something for 25 hours. That's a difficult thing. Uh, it pushes me to broaden my horizons. Uh, it pushes me to really look at the people that this organization, Surgery on Sunday, actually serves. And they serve, you know, people from kids all the way to, to old people, you know. And what may seem routine for you and I is not routine for them. Um, you know, if they need their gallbladder removed for argument's sake, you know, that could be a life-threatening thing for some people. Uh, for others, it would just be a routine surgery if they needed their gallbladder removed. So these people live below the poverty line. They've fallen through the cracks. They either don't have insurance or they're barely insured. Uh, they end up in the emergency room, which just compounds the amount of money that they're going to owe uh, for having something that you know insurance should pay for. Um, so that's what that's why we're here. You know, I wanted to use my skills as a personal trainer to not only serve clients but also serve community. So what better way to do that than train for 25 hours? Man, and that <clears throat> that was honestly an amazing answer. Uh, just the fact that. I believe myself the ultimate currency in life is just exchanging like happiness with others and like doing things to make people be better and it's it's awesome to make money but like at the end of the day that's not really what like pays my like soul bills like it's like my soul has this like demand and it's if I don't fulfill that then it doesn't matter how much money I have on my bank account it I don't feel good and for me my 2000 like one September 11th event would be like my house getting blown away by a tornado. I was in like fourth grade when that happened, but that was a huge event in my life for sure. But for my house got blown away in 2012 by a tornado and just, I'd always been active in my community and I always wanted to help, but that, I, my, I really saw the full circle of all the work that my parents had always taught me to do and something my dad always said um, to, a, to an extent was kind of like, you know, build this well because one day you're going to need a drink from it, but right now someone else needs a drink from it. So you need to work hard because someday it's going to come back to where you need this and it'll work out. And so I didn't really understand when he would say stuff like that, what he meant until I was, I mean, I was 21 when my house got hit by that tornado and just seeing everyone come to help my family when that thing happened, I was like, all right, this is going to be a really important moment for my life because I, I'm going to have to learn how to help others. Like I'm going to be so committed to it. And that's the huge goal of this podcast is just, to have a platform that provides positivity to people and encourages people to, to reach their dreams and to go like to, to take moonshots, not even just to be like, I want to set a little goal, I want to set huge goals. And obviously, you do that, and it's awesome. It's so encouraging to me, like I said. And I know that other people just when you see other people succeed and follow their dreams, it makes you want to do that because they're doing what they love. And, and it's just if you can find the courage to make it happen, then 
like like I said, it's just that's the main currency, and just sharing that with people is awesome. And for me to have met people like you all, and honestly, I would probably say the biggest person, which is why he was the first guest, but Mike Garner. That guy literally was like, when I met him at the gym, he completely like helped me change my life. Yeah, he's just that bright. He is that person. He's just that amazing of a guy. I mean, he's he's so selfless and just. I mean, I feel like you're one of his biggest mentors, and I was just like, I would hear him talk about you and Matt, and I was like, I gotta meet, I gotta like start hanging out with these guys. I gotta start like just bumping elbows because you all would encourage me to want to do my podcast. I, I wouldn't have ever have had the courage to do a podcast if it wouldn't work for guys like you all. So I just really approve, I really appreciate what you all have done and the, the, all the goals that you all keep doing. Uh, but do you have any other big goals this year? I know that goals are such an important thing. Just that, just the aspect of writing them down and like putting them out there will help you make it happen because you've got to like hold yourself accountable. So obviously that's a huge part of your step process. But do you have any other huge goals this year? I don't. I don't ever look at things on a yearly basis. I mean, all it really is to me is just 365 days. You know, goals to me are life goals. You know. Figure her out. <laughs> well, not only, I mean, you know, she says that in jest, but to, to take a step further, you know, figure out, figure a lot of things out, you know. I question, you know, I don't always articulate it, I don't always put it out in the universe, I do it to myself. I'm curious to think about things, question things, why are things the way they are? But, I don't ever like sit on January 1st and say, okay, I'm going to make X, I'm going to do X, and I'm going to go X. I don't do that. You know, if I see something, I'm a person of action, make it happen. You know, like this event, literally, I have the, the screenshot of the email. I was in bed about midnight, and something came over me and said, do something for 24 hours. You know, I think there's a, there's a, there's a, some type of a it's kind of an interesting concept why not try it and you know you'll benefit people for surgery on Sunday people told me that's not going to work nobody's going to come at 1 o'clock in the morning and train they did they still do um, and they donate money and now we've done something honestly aside from the tangible things of being able to raise money to help people with surgeries they can't afford, which I can see. I literally can see that, okay? Aside from that, the most proud thing that we've done is, is we've done something that I've never known anyone else to be able to do, is to take all the rest of the fitness community and say, hey, listen, why don't you come in the doors, bring your people, you know, do your thing. I don't care if... You know, you want to promote yourself to the moon and you want to use this as a platform to increase your business or not. It doesn't matter. I want you to come join this ride with me to help. Let's branch out now. Instead of just me doing everything, they're involved too. And now they're reaching out to the community. And they're raising money. And people are, you know, their lives are changed. Part of that too is you were also skeptical of that concept in the beginning yourself, but still did it. You know, that's the thing, there's always going to be fear in something. The good ideas are never, they don't feel safe, they feel like you're stepping into cold water. And Josh steps into cold water every day with, with all decisions. 
kids like all the time and it had you not look you wouldn't have brought this great community together I sit here and watch all these people bond and you know everyone's working together and you know yes it could have happened otherwise but your event really brought our Lexington community together as a, in the fitness even nutrition um, all of it massage all of it everyone is coming together and working because you said I you know this might not work but I'm gonna try it and look where you're at now. Look where we're sitting. We're literally sitting in an off in my office <laughs> yeah. with another with <laughs> another you, fitness yeah. group out there with I don't know who, who these clients belong to or if they even belong anywhere. Yeah. And she's out there crushing it, you know? It's it's awesome and everyone's loving it. And the, all you see is smiles. People leave here happy. And and they're working out and sweating and killing themselves and they're still leaving happy. It's because they all know what they're doing, what they're contributing to. You know, they know it's a safe place. People don't want to walk in somewhere where they don't, where they feel there's going to be competition unless they're in a place where they're strong. Not everyone's always in that mindset. But when you offer it, you know, then they'll walk into it. And then the magic happens. $200,000 gets raised. Thanks for a lot of people's service. Absolutely. I mean, dude, you haven't the courage to do that, literally. I mean, like I said, that's why there's a What the Shuck podcast. You, you, you're making crazy stuff happen in this community, man. It, like that, literally, just that just touched my heart. But um, just having the uh, privilege to be able to get to get to know all these people in this community has been amazing, and and I think there's so much for the future of Lexington because people like you and. Just the ideas of being so positive is so important because today is so negative. But like, really, we're living in the best time ever. Like, seriously, we're we're able to do things like this and to reach out to people and help people and to do things that were never even dreamed of just 20 years ago because people have the beliefs to not let fear. The thing is, is fear is going to be there no matter what, and it's up to you to decide. Like, am I going to crush this fear down or am I going to let it crush me down? And the most successful people in the world face fear every day. It doesn't matter what they're doing. They're, they, there's not some antidote that just makes you not fearful. And yeah, and it's just like, just having the tenacity to combat that and say, hey, I see you there. But having the like internal strength to be like, I know there was going to be an external like force no matter what, and just having the the strength to be like, hey. I'm kicking this goal's ass, and there's not anything that's going to happen to stop it. There might be obstacles that I have to overcome, and there might be challenges that make me better, and I might fail a hundred times, but in the process, that was important for me to get to this step. I know for me, losing all that weight each day was a goal. Like, just for me to go from that, I just had to be like, hey, this is not, like you said, dude, I never sat like, it was never this for this year, I'm going to lose 225 pounds. I just said, I'm getting healthier. That was just my goal. I just wanted to be healthier. That's I wanted, mindset. Yeah, it was never like, hey, I'm going to lose. Oh, man, I lost five pounds this week. Hell, yeah. It was like, I just feel better. I look better. I'm doing things that I never was able to do because I just had the strength and courage that I never had before. Uh, so what kind of compelled me was I had a head injury, and my doctor essentially said, you're not going to be alive much longer. Your head's not going to heal. You weigh 400 pounds. Like, oh my I had a traumatic brain injury. So, like, 
just to be able to recover from that, I was like, all right, I need to change my life. Yeah, literally, like I had this moment that literally changed my life and I had to go, I'm this big dude who can't achieve these goals if I'm going to be dead in 10 years, so let's get healthy, let's change the world. And fitness was the huge thing I tied mine to, and that's awesome that you do that too. Like I, I want to do marathons, I want to do triathlons, and the whole goal is not for me to look sexy and for me to like feel like I'm the best runner, I'm the fastest guy. It's to literally help other people because it helped me so much. And just that's why I wanted to do a podcast too, is just the platform of the podcast provides so much influence potentially for people that they've never been exposed to. And being from Eastern Kentucky, just having the ability to maybe educate someone or to push them to be better is really important to me. And I hope one day. I hope one day someone says like, "Hey man, you you helped me do this." Like and it'll literally just be like, "Dude, all I did was have a podcast and I just wanted to help people." And I'm always visualizing the future. I don't ever have like a goal, but I do try to like manifest like what I want to do. I just like visualize 20 years from now what I'm going to be doing and making sure that like I find the course of actions and how to fix them and how to like get there. But yeah, man, uh, just about the currency of life and you know energy is the biggest currency of life and you doing this podcast you're putting your energy into this you're you know you're setting examples you're sharing your story your vulnerabilities that's what makes people want to make changes for themselves it is and it's the most difficult thing to do you know people who haven't been in your shoes don't know that but once you're there you understand the road the journey so that's really amazing and the I think podcasts are a great way. We're lucky with technology. I'm iffy on technology, <laughs> good and bad. But if we use it for these kinds of things, I mean, how amazing is that? We did have some technical difficulties to begin yeah. the podcast, to be fair, and we had to reset the computer. It was it was disastrous almost. It almost threw me into a funk, but I didn't let it. But it was definitely screwing with me. But I know that there are obstacles that we face when we're trying to achieve our goals. What, do you, what would you all say some of the big obstacles you've had to face in your road and why why did it make you like have the strength because obviously I feel like the the for me like I said the tornado and the 400 pounds for me were like the most important part of the story almost because it made me like have to change everything and it gave me the courage and made me I was like that sucked like I got to change things like I don't ever want to feel like that again so what's something you all like what's an obstacle that you all have had to maybe had to face that made you stronger <laughs> you have to get out of your own way. I True. Know what you're saying, no, totally. That is actually a really, really profound, good answer. It's so stoic, but it, so it, true. You said it so like I was. Just, it was so like clear. Like you just know. That's really awesome because to see that that awareness of self in that way because we are we can be we don't have to be we but you can be your biggest enemy. You know I am. Uh, I don't. I don't need to give my my you know life history. Yeah. <laughs> Quite frankly, I've been very blessed, you know, in life. I mean, I got two great parents, you know, great family, great you know, people around me. Period of the story. You know, I got nothing to complain about. Now, I've had things taught me things, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think if anyone's really being truthful, the answer to that question is always going to be the same. It's 
you. You are your biggest obstacle. You, because, ego, yeah. Because you have to get out of your own head, you have to get out of your own damn way, and you have to, you know. Because fear, as we're learning, is nothing more than feeling a lack of control. You know? So I fear, you know, fear. If I fear losing my business, then I have this fear of control. Well, I don't have any control over some things, you know. So what's the point of fearing them? Nothing to fear fear itself. I, I mean, can walk around. I can quote, walk right? around in fear every day. That's not really going to get me anywhere, you know. Now, have I been afraid of things? Absolutely. Am I still afraid of things today? Absolutely. Do I fear snakes? You damn right. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Me too. <laughs> I don't fear death. I don't fear any of these things. So. Um, you don't fear the things that you actually can control, and that's where we get confused with it. Like, you know, if a snake just happens to walk up to you, that's something you can't control. But when we say, I'm not going to make this leap because I'm scared, that's completely different, you know. So people don't understand sometimes the way fears work, that they can be, you know, self-taught fears or they can be actuality, tangible things. Not doing something because you're scared isn't tangible. It's all mental. It's all in your mind. So, and that's hard. That's the hardest one to overcome. I can run from a snake, but I can't run from my mind. So. That's something you have to face literally every yeah. single day. You every have to. You have to combat every that. Day. Yeah. I notice that a lot with training clients is they just cannot get out of their own way. You know, sabotage, self sabotage. Happens a lot. You know? I do. A I, lot. I can attest to that. I did that myself. I yeah, mean, I don't anymore, but I do it now. I like, try not to, at least now. It's like people, people, they're they're they are more afraid of a success than they are a failure because success comes with responsibility. People don't want responsibility. If this event, if I was scared of success, right, this event would have never moved past the first time because. So much pressure in all actuality, it's, it was a success based on you know anyone's opinion. I mean, there's no data to judge it off of, but you know, would have never happened. But well, and another good point of that is it's also a success in itself, even if it wasn't tangibly successful because you attempt. made a leap, because you did it, because you made the, the choice the to do it. Itself, if someone wants to lose weight and they make an attempt at it, that's a success. That's a success. Obviously, this mindset is something that you all like live by. I mean, it's a, a lifestyle thing you have to do. You have to live by it. But what is a what was like a big influence for you? Maybe from like a literature standpoint, or like a video video like channel, something like that that you draw influence from. We've had <laughs> uh, You know, we I could sit here and I could give you person after person after person after person. After person. Okay. The very simple answer to this is, is the fact that if you're open enough to learning from everything and every situation, anything that comes across your dashboard, am I resistant to some things? Yeah, of course I am. Sure. Human, you know. But you know, things come across. It make it, it. It. I feel like it applies to me. I feel like it makes sense to me. I feel like it's simple enough for me to understand. I can instantaneously apply something 
I'm all about it. I mean, it could be from anybody. And I think if you look at any of the great people who have been great leaders, however you want to define that, my definition of that is just pure influence, okay? They have a simple approach. They make something very complex, make it very simple. And then through podcasts, through music, through books, through X, Y, and Z, they take that message and they send it out to the world. And there are, there are numerous things. There are, there's you, there's you, there's me, and then there's other people that I've never met, you know. Michael Jordan, John Kent, well, I met Calvin. I mean, he is an influence. I mean, you get the point, you know. There's, there's celebrity people, then there's regular people. I can learn the same thing from both people. That's a good point, yeah. You know, because every situation really is a learning experience. Hell, this event, I've done it now five times. I've learned things that, you know, hell, we've sat and talked three times. We shouldn't do yoga past midnight on <laughs> on the event because it, it, if it goes too far in, the yoga brings your energy level down and you can't, it, it takes too long to get it back up. <laughs> you know, no disrespect to yoga, but it's just the placement of, we learned that. You We've know? been up 30 hours by the or not. Right. <laughs> it's just a, it's we a don't learning. Need yoga. It's a learning experience. Yeah. And I, and I, that's what life is. I, you know, I think. Uh, well, good example is that other people's energies too. Like, right. if we didn't have all these people out here doing this, like we're gonna be. We are. Well, we're not in a funk. I wouldn't say, but we all get a little bit tired. Like we start having conversations. When were we talking about? Do penguins have? fur or do they have rubbery skin like we're just talking about silly stuff because we're delirious but when people come in and bring their their rested bodies in here their rested bodies then get come into us you know we start to feel all the energy that they're bringing because we don't have it so it's it's a collective it's um i guess yeah reaching out to anything like you said doesn't have to be a certain podcast a certain author a certain book a certain person or celebrity she gives me stuff all the time I oh i sent you too then, much stuff <laughs> then, then, then there's things she sends me that i'm like that you might as well be speaking chinese to me i don't get it don't understand but she's no different than any other person that whether i know the person or not is sending things out to me whether it be on social media whether it just be talking in an interview whether it be just being having a conversation with a random person at target you know <laughs> it could be anything um, so learning is everywhere learning is everything we probably got about two more minutes before i gotta go back out here. okay man um and i know I'll, I'll we can close real quick but uh i know for me that's the whole goal of the podcast is i just think there's a lesson to be learned from everybody i want everybody to have a ability to put their ideas out because they might have something really important that helps change someone's life but uh do you have a closing statement that you'd like to end with? And what? also, what hour are we, what are we on right now? We are about ready to be, to be on hour 19, and I don't know where we are. Uh, <laughs> i got to go out here and figure that it's, out. Well, we are, it's, it's 11.46, so they're about to finish up 19 right now. Yeah. The only thing is, is I, I just want to say this. I, um, to be the best version of yourself is all that matters. Not the best version of what your parents think you should be, not the best version of what society thinks you should be, not the best version of what you think you should be, okay? It's what the true best version of you is, is to, is the most liberating 
freedom thing in life. I do like by your experience, would you say the like giving and being vulnerable has taught you very much so. Yeah, that those feelings amplify within yourself every time you can be honest with yourself and yes. share. Come in. All right, well, if you're listening, thank you all so much. This has been episode 10 of the What the Shuck podcast coming from from Aspire Fitness at the Sweat for Surgery event for surgery on Sunday. Um, thank you all so much for listening, and you all were awesome guests. That was amazing. I, I literally yes, cried. So um, thank you so much, and don't forget to live the dream, baby. Yes.